This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Chef Dario De Angeli is in studio with us. Resident chef at Clico Restaurant and he is our power hustler. This morning. Good morning, Chef. How are you? Good and yourself? Good, thank you. So, of course, Danico has taken some really great pictures of the food that the chef has brought into studio. So, look out there on Power 98 points, power, at Power FM 987, um, and you'll be able to see the food that the chef has brought into studio for us this morning. So, Chef, how did you get into this cul- culinary? <laughs> industry. Culinary, yeah. <laughs> industry. How did you get into so, it? A long time ago, 33 years ago, I My started. Word. Yeah. Um, it was uh, just a little progression from uh, at school. I worked in a lot of sort of places, and then my dad ran hotels and that. So I think it was a, yeah. a natural sort of progression. And I uh, started working in, in restaurants and that. Yeah, really, really liked it back then, kind of thing. Was quite adventurous with it. Um, and um, sort of hustled my way into getting my first job as well, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. um, when I did get my first real job, I kind of uh, got a bit of a fright and I bought myself 10 recipe books and I taught myself from scratch how to do absolutely everything that was classic. <laughs> so. You've had quite the illustrious career, right? I mean, 33 years is a long time and you've become really well known in Johannesburg, you know, as a chef that will give you the best. How do you think that came about? What what do you think you had to teach yourself in order to get to that point? You know, even way back when I started, I think, you know, there was a, I was really engaged with food. So back in the old days when in the restaurants and that, we used to work split shifts and that. So, you know, you'd work the lunch shift and then you'd have a two or three hour break in the afternoon. And I was always in exclusive books or something like that, reading recipe books. Um, you know, I went to, to sort of uh, places like Boardman's and that to have a look at plates and all of that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then I'd go back to the, the um, restaurant or the kitchen and I'd try and replicate some of the things that I'd seen in that. You know, so I think to answer your question in short, I, maybe it's just I've always been completely dead dedicated to it kind of thing maybe that's what it is yeah you know? maybe yeah. just and i i love that you say that you know because you've worked in both hotels and restaurants what do you like the most which of the two do you prefer <laughs> oh they, they both have their their the but i think the independent restaurants are really nice you okay. know they, they allow you a lot more freedom and that kind of thing you know um they they just yeah so the restaurants I would say would probably be the the more fun part of it kind of thing not that hotels aren't they're still great <laughs> now you have to tell us what is this issue with chefs and plating look I mean I cook and stuff and I also enjoy that when the food looks good when it's on the plate I'll obviously enjoy it more but what is it with plating and the detail with the kind of sauce that you're using and how you shape it on the plate what is that for chefs. For you especially. Well, I mean, we're, I'd like to think that we have a little artistic flair in us kind of thing. And like an artist putting sort of their um, paint on canvas kind of thing, we're doing the same thing with our food, I think. So we're trying to give you the, the nicest picture that we possibly can before you actually eat it. Because mm. if that picture looks really good, it's probably going to you know, in, encourage you to want to eat it kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's, you know, and, and then there's also for me personally, it's about paying respect to the um, ingredients that you have inside there. So, you know, utilizing those ingredients in different forms and all of that to, to really to show different techniques with them. 
but also then to to just make it look really nice. I think you know that's the it just makes you feel good as well. You know when you put something together like that. Okay, I get it. <laughs> I get it. So I mean, as a chef, you you do all this cooking in the day um, for your 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 clients and you know those that are going to come through to eat where you're at, and then you get home. And what do I eat? What do you eat exactly? <laughs> well, it depends on what time of the day it is, I suppose. But normally it will be, you know, anything from scrambled eggs on, on toast to like just a quick pasta with some oil and garlic and chili inside it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So you actually get, because I know like with me, right, after the show usually I'll have conversations, yes, but, but when, when I'm driving home or when I get home, I'm sitting in silence because I've been speaking so much, Absolutely. right? So for you as well, it's yeah. you don't want to be even... You've spent 8, 10, 12 hours around food kind of thing. The last thing that you really feel like doing is creating something again, you know what I mean? Mm. So we find the, I find the easiest option, um, you know, whenever I get home. And the quickest. Thing. And the quickest, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Those hours that you mentioned is something that we know to be like, it's like that within the culinary space. Um, has it always been like that? And why is it that... It's such long hours that you work. It's 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 actually gotten better over the years. Really? Yeah, I mean, if I look at how things were when I first started, a fourteen fifteen hour shift wasn't um, wasn't out of the question, kind of thing, especially in season and all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's gotten a lot more controlled. Um, you know, you you're doing a lot of work in that time, I think, and and you're dealing with a lot of different things. So, you know, time is, you need the time to be able to casserole something or roast it or whatever, and then add your garnishes and then add your sauces and all of that. So you've got a lot of components. So you need to spend, it's a funny industry because you need to spend a lot of time preparing the stuff Mm. for a very short time for people to consume it kind yeah. of thing you know it's uh, it's a strange industry like you know i always used to find it fascinating like even in in restaurants and that when we had them you know you'd work for six eight hours preparing so that you could do a three-hour dinner shift kind of thing you My know word. it was like it doesn't make sense but yeah <laughs> it is what it is right yeah. that's how it works so what is your speciality would you say chef mm, i Personally, I really like working with fish, um, anything that's fish-related kind of thing, and and vegetables. I absolutely love working with vegetables, m- probably more than any other ingredient, and really? particularly some of the new vegan things that are coming out mm-hmm. and all of that. They, they just it's just shed a new sort of light and interest on on what I've been doing for a long time, kind of thing, you know. Um, so vegetables definitely, but other, other than that, sort of fish, seafood, I would say is would be the thing that I'd like most enjoy cooking. Now, you have to give me some ideas with the vegetable situation, right? Because, I mean, I love vegetables, but I, I find myself making the same thing over and over. You know, mashed potatoes, baked potatoes, boiled <laughs> potatoes. You know, my broccoli is often just boiled. My carrots are often just boiled. What else can we do and what should we be doing with our veggies for us to actually enjoy them more? As I mentioned, I, I think adding some of the sort of things like tofus to them and looking at the great products that are out there like, um, you know, sort of the soy-based things, edamame beans, those kind of things or whatever, adding that into your vegetables as well just gives it a really nice different dynamic. Mm. Use different sort of sauces on it as well. So don't only go for, you know, sort of um, a buttery kind of sauce or something mm-hmm. like that. Add something Asian to it or something like that. You know, that always makes vegetables taste really nice. I mean, if you look at Asian food, 
food, it's predominantly vegetable-based. because, yeah. And then they add a little bit of protein to it kind of thing. You know, if you look at Thai food or Vietnamese food or anything like that kind of thing. Um, you know, the, the vegetables and the noodles are the base kind of thing. And then they add a little bit of the protein to it. So I think you can spruce up your vegetables like that, you know. Um, and, I mean, I've discovered some amazing tofus, for example, that have been like smoked or grilled or something mm. like that. You know, you add that into it. just really changes it makes it really nice. You know, the way that you speak, there's still a passion for this, right, for, for what you do. Do you find that you, you, you allow yourself to be open-minded about the kind of dishes that you make or that your colleagues make as well? Oh, certainly, absolutely. I think it, your cooking is about exploration as well. Mm. So you should be exploratory in your cooking. You know, I, I, whenever I, I encourage all the people in the team to be individual with their cooking and put their individual um, sort of stamp on it kind of thing, because, you know, that's, that's the best way to create a diversity of food kind of thing when people are thinking differently about it and not sitting in just one specific space sort mm. of thing. So I, I'm and I do I am still, you know, I still see ingredients and stuff and I, you know, walk past a puck choy or something, I think. Mm, wow, that is just great, kind of so fresh. And, you know, I do, I do like it. Yeah. You already have the ideas yes. of what you can do yeah. with uh-huh. it. Are you also one of those chefs that makes a lot of noise in the kitchen? No, <laughs> as in shouting. Yes. No, I'm quiet. I'm quiet. We just get along. We have a really good, you know, I've, I've always found the... The, the best way to work in a kitchen is to is to work with um you know calmness and a little bit of a jovial kind of um, mm-hmm. working environment rather than a sort of you know it used to be called a kitchen brigade because you had to run it kind of like the military kind mm-hmm. of thing and yeah I get where that comes from but I feel like I get equally as good results being a little bit more jovial and relaxed inside the kitchen everybody knows what they have to do kind of thing and we all just get on and if you have a nice laugh along the way while you're doing it why not even better right so share with us what you've brought for us this morning chef Uh, so i've brought a salmon Um, it's a norwegian salmon which has been seared it's served with a wakami which is a seaweed Mm -hmm. and shimeji mushroom salad Um, it has with it a miso dressing and um, uh, crispy vegetables over the top of it. crispy vegetables so Okay, what vegetables are so we you've speaking got, you've about? You've got leeks, and then you've got beetroot, and then you've got a butternut twill. Hmm. All right. There's avocado here. There is avo as well. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of avo, right? Not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try it. I am missing out because I used to eat it, so I do miss it. I think at some point in my life. Let me try this salmon from the chef. Mmm. Miso. <laughs> it is so good. The sauce that you have underneath here, as it meets the salmon, is like yeah, heaven. Quite a good match, though. Mm. So, yeah. This is really delicious. Look, Thank I mean, you. I love salmon, so this is really good, Chef. And the Thank second you. dish? It's a pork belly, um, mm-hmm. which has been braised in a Mongolian barbecue with um, uh, young vegetables and um, uh, horseradish cream on top of that. Mm. I'll probably need a knife for this one, right? Yeah, I think so. All right, I'll try Mm. this one when we get a break. It looks absolutely divine. (laughs) How long would it typically take you to make such dishes? Okay, so the the pork is, I mean, so we've got to roast the pork belly for about three hours, then make the reduction over there as well, which also requires it sort of from a stock base kind of thing. So all in all, that dish probably takes about six hours to make. Shoo. Okay. (laughs) And the salmon, obviously not so long. Not so long. No, the salmon is more like a 45-minute prep type of thing. Yeah. yeah, Like that kind of thing. Okay. Share with us, Chef, your new family that you go into, the Clico mm-hmm. family. How did that combination come about? I've known Jeanette, the owner, for oh, 
25 years or so, I think, mm. a long, long time. Um, and she contacted me last year or whatever, and she asked if um, I could assist her with finding some people for the place and that. I was um, at the time on sort of in limbo. I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do kind of thing. So I sort of started looking and I thought about it and I said, well, do you want some help? And um, she said, yeah, and that was a year ago. Um, <laughs> so, and I'm still there. So, yeah. That's um, amazing. Yeah, it's great. It's a great place. It's a lovely space. It really is. It's mm. just such a nice place. I always say it's like a little oasis in the middle of Rosebank. Mm. It really is. It's just, it's this lovely, tranquil kind of space, you know, on a busy road kind of thing that you wouldn't even know was there when you're sitting inside the place. I mean, mm. it's only nine rooms in the hotel and smallish restaurant kind of thing with a little function room, but it's just, it's bespoke. It's really, yeah. Are there any things that you think you will change perhaps in oh, the menu? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, so, w- w- I mean, we are looking to um, relaunch the restaurant as a as a new brand kind of thing, as oh. well as a new food offering inside there as well, um, sort of just to take things to the next level. We're going to have a lot of fun with um, things like um, garden activations where we'll do movie nights and that kind of thing inside there or whatever, you know, or um, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of things that we, we're going to be doing. We introduced pizza to the uh, – we've got a little 400 degrees courtyard we called it um, so we do Neapolitan style pizzas outside kind of thing and um, you can sit al fresco and have pizza and wine um, mm. you know um, so we've got a nice sort of tiered offering of the of the different things you can go all the way from I hate the word but fine dining to um, you know down to a, a pizza and a relaxed kind of mm. um, a meal sort of thing and where are you based in Rosebank Corner Sturdy Angelico Corner Sturdy Angelico I think I see that one I'll pop by, definitely. I mean, if this is what I'm going to be getting. That's what you're going to be getting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm definitely coming through. But Chef, for those um, younger people that are coming into the industry, what advice would you give them, especially because you've been in it for such a while? Leave Instagram alone. <laughs> it's not about what it looks like on Instagram. That <laughs> You're actually putting food on a plate that people have to eat. So yes. think about what you're putting on the plate kind of thing so that it tastes nice. I see so much of the modern stuff coming through on, on these sort of socials and, you know, social media plat- platforms mm. and that. And I look at it and I think there's no ways that's going to taste good with all of those ingredients on it kind of thing. There's no ways, you know, but it's done for, for photographic effect. So, you know, my advice is work hard, understand your ingredients. You know, Marco Pierre White said, you need to know the rules before you can break them. So, you know, that would be my advice to anybody and just work hard and really appreciate what you, you know, what you, what you're using, appreciate the ingredients, you know, use every bit of that ingredient that you possibly can you know so that's what i'd say yeah and work hard because it's it's a hard work industry it definitely is really is thank you so much for your time chef i appreciate you having and me thank you for the deliciousness that you have brought <laughs> into studio this morning You're most welcome. um chef dario de angeli he is a resident chef at clico restaurant so do go over there um in rosebank and just enjoy some really delicious food You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.